right, time for Santa Key. We're going to get to pick one of the stockings on the 710 ESPN chimney here. There is a Keyshawn stocking. There's a Greeny stocking. There's a Max stocking, Mason in Ireland, uh, myself in LZ, uh, Kaplan, Playoff Sliwa, and David Gomez of Whittier is here. He is our seventh caller and our winner. So, David, congratulations, number one, on trying to win. Fantastic. Okay, so, so David, you have all these different uh, stockings you can pick from. As I mentioned earlier, there's a Keyshawn, a Greeny, a Max, a Mason in Ireland, uh, ourself, Playoff Sliwa, or Kaplan. Which stocking do you want to pick? Well, I'm going to have to keep it in L.A., and I'm going to go with the sleeper in Playoff Sliwa. Okay, playoff Sliwa, hit right, it. Nice. So there you got it, David. Congratulations, whoa, whoa. man. Hey, thank you so much. Pleasure, LZ and Georgie. All right, brother. That's Have a happy awesome. holidays, okay? And congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, you two guys. Thank you, man. All right, thanks. There he is. So there's David Gomez and Whittier. There we go. Another satisfied customer. And don't yeah, forget. He called you Georgie, by the way. He did. That's fine. All my friends have called me that and my family throughout the years, so it's fine. Am I not your friend? I've never I called mean, you, you can call me Georgie if you want. It doesn't I don't difference. want a hand-me-down nickname. I need a clear No, moment. no, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm Jorgito is, is – is, Well, that just – that, like, was, like, my grandma yelling at me. Like, it just brings back bad memories, you know? The itos and itas in the Latino is not a good thing. I hate yeah, it it's always it. bad. It means something bad is happening. If they're screaming your name and they mm-hmm. end in Laurita oh. or Jorito, like you know you're so, in trouble. So itos it, are bad? Yep. It's not necessarily because it's I had a boyfriend like, that used to call me El Zito all the time. You trying ooh. to tell me he was cursing me out the whole time? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what your relationship was like. but Well, we're not together, so I should tell you something. Maybe. There you go. So maybe that is something. El Zito! Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just always see it. Just it, my recollection is always my grandma, and it was usually bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so, whereas like my my sister and my uh, you know my cousins, they would all just call me Georgie, and it was just easier, right? And my friends um, growing up. But yeah, you could call me whatever you'd like, LZ. You're you are part of the family here. Um, oh, so I'm figure some stuff out. Yeah. So we've got a couple of things. Okay, we've been talking about this Giannis thing. So. I've, I've kind of come around on this during the break a little bit, okay? Laura, I sent you this thing. Let me know if you've loaded that already, okay? Because we were talking about Giannis, and if you didn't hear what we were talking about earlier, Giannis was talking to Greek media, and he said these things, okay? He said, if LeBron, KD, or AD want to join me in Milwaukee, I will be happy. I don't care about being number one, two, or three, okay? Then he added, Kobe told me to sacrifice if I want to win and be great. LeBron is the best in the world. MVP is another story. I can tell that he is the best and my idol. He is 17 years in the league, okay? Now, granted, we are parsing things from this interview in Greek that none of us can read, okay? We are relying on this this journalist from Greece to translate this in English. Speak for yourself, George. I love feta cheese. (laughs) So... Uh, you know, uh, you know. Hopefully, I you know. In this interview, he's talking about bets where he's uh, having to give people souvlaki. Like I, I don't know anything that's happening here. However, Laura, let me know when that thing is ready that I sent you because I do remember you and I, LZ, months ago that Giannis was doing an interview um, about. The Nassis, I think. I don't. One of the brothers, Costas, the Nassis. I don't know. And was she, the the young lady asked him from USA Today, 
um, at some promotional event about teaming up with his brothers. And we've got that clip. We've got that clip isolated, okay? And I want people to hear this before we get to the Ramona part of this equation, okay? Here's what Giannis said during that interview. And uh, I'm 100% sure my mom would love that. But if we could, like, team up in a team, walk LA, whatever, that'd be awesome. But if we could, like, team up in a team, walk LA, 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 whatever, that'd be awesome. I mean, he said LA a lot there, I felt like. <laughs> he did. He so... Did. I'm just saying. So in the commercial break, as we were talking, because I'm like, ah, we're making too much of this. We don't even know what the hell's happening here. And he did say them coming to Milwaukee. But then I thought of that interview from a few months ago. And I'm like, maybe there is something to this. Like, maybe there is a chance that, that Giannis comes to L.A. Man, let me tell you something, dog. Where am I from originally? Detroit. What's the weather like in Detroit? Cold as hell. Cold. We're not landlocked because we're blessed to be surrounded by the Great Lakes. And for those who've never been to the Great Lakes, from the beach shore, they're basically oceans. Like I know from the satellite view, you can tell the difference. But from the beach shore, they're huge. And are they great is my question. They are very great. And they're fresh water, which is very important as the resources become more and more dire. That's a different conversation, a totally different podcast. The point being is this. I know the area from where Giannis is because I lived in the Midwest. Right. And then I took my ass somewhere warm. Right. And I was like, oh, you mean there are choices? (laughs) And once you discover there are choices, George, the world changes. You don't understand this because you're originally from Florida. Right. So you only knew warm weather and, and beauty and all right. of that. Yeah, you, you, merely to, ado- you merely adopted the warm weather. I was yes, born in it as Bane Exactly. Yes. Giannis is from a part of the world that leans more towards South Beach than it does the industrial cold grayness of a Milwaukee. Right. And once you reach a point in your life as an adult – where you can actually choose where you prefer to live, between those two choices, you're not going to go to a cold, gray environment that you didn't grow up in. You're going to gravitate towards what you knew. And even if you grew up in a cold, gray environment like I did, once you've been exposed to something climatically better, if that's a phrase, I'm not quite sure. I think I might have made it up. I don't know. You really don't want to go back to being cold. So when I look at Giannis, and I'm not oversimplifying this, this is a lifestyle choice as much as anything else. Mm-hmm. Why would you, if you had a choice, not go to a warm climate, make money, and win, as opposed to being in a cold climate, make money, and maybe win? <laughs> like, it's pretty clear to me, based upon who he is, where he is in his life, and the sort of teams that are interested in him, that he's probably going to leave. And if I were Milwaukee, I would trade him so that he doesn't leave and I don't get anything. Right. Right. Um, I would too. But these owners are dumb. Let's face it, right? I mean, dumb, stubborn, which is still a brand of dumb, but it's it's a reasoned brand of dumb, but still dumb, being selfish and, and arrogant and thinking that you can convince someone you know, who vacations in the Mediterranean, 
that spending five months out of the the playoff or the of the playing career um, in the cold is a good thing. I guess you can try and pretend like that, or you could be rational and ask yourself: If you were twenty five and in your physical prime and owned a league, and uh, you know every single city that had a franchise wanted you, would you stay? In Milwaukee, which is not even a large city, no, I wouldn't. It's a known city, no, but it's a st- yeah, yeah, of I, course I would. not. I, I would. So I why, why are we why are we doing this game? Yeah, I, should- I think I, I think it's silly. I agree. I think eventually he moves on. Uh, it's a matter of where. Um, so Ramona yesterday had some thoughts on the Lakers' options, whether it's Giannis or some other guys that could be on the market. Some guys that the Lakers have chased before, LZ. We'll have that on the other side. Plus, were the Rams really considering benching Jared Goff? All that coming up in three and a half minutes. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. We have a schedule leak. We'll get to that in a second. But real quick, an NBA schedule leak, obviously. So before we move on, so we've talked a lot about Giannis, right? And and I want to mm. finish that conversation up. So Momo was on with Mason in Ireland uh, ye- yesterday, I believe, or maybe two days ago and said this. But she was talking about the Lakers options, right? Like everyone's talking about Lakers and Giannis, like we just did, right, for the last 20, 30 minutes or so. Yep. But Momo's like, don't just focus on Giannis. There are some guys that the Lakers have discussed before and adding before to this roster that could be on their radar. Hit it, Laura. You know, the Lakers, if you look at what they've done, they have positioned themselves to have cap space next year. They have cap space. And Giannis isn't the only potential free agent. Well, I don't know, Kawhi, Paul George. Here's what I think you should be thinking when you look at the Lakers' long-term plan. Okay, tell me what I should be thinking. That Rob Palinka guy, okay, yep. I'm not going to say he's light years ahead or anything. I'm just saying he's looking ahead. Yep. And if you were the Lakers and you were team building, you would look at Anthony Davis as the next star you need to build around. Your cornerstone, Which means yes. it's nice for him to have LeBron this year and next year, but he needs a younger star to play with going forward. And that's where, whether it's this summer or the summer after that, you have to put yourself in position either by trade or by free agency to acquire a younger star to team with Anthony Davis in the future so that the handoff from LeBron to AD is seamless. So what do you think, LZ? If it's not Giannis, Kawhi, Paul George? I like Kawhi. I definitely <laughs> like Kawhi. Paul George. I don't hate Paul George. I just know what that is. Yeah, I know. I you know I I know what that is, and I know what that is because he's shown us repeatedly what that is. So I don't hate him. It's just I just know what that is, and I know that's not really something that we need on the Lakers team. Right. Um. But Kawhi is is a different different conversation, and I think he will be a fantastic matchup with Anthony Davis. Um. I was gonna say win and if. I guess it's not an if LeBron has to retire at some point. It's just the win is so far away, it makes it closer to the if. 
That's the reason why I'm going to say when and if LeBron retires. But you need someone who, um, who one, is proven, and Paul George is talented, but he's not proven. Um, and you also need someone who is able to do things that Anthony Davis may not be great at right now um, so that there are no large weaknesses. And I think that person is closer to Kawhi than it is Paul George. Okay. Okay. Like, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I do think that he makes more sense. Like, obviously, Kawhi would be the guy, and it would be tremendous. Could you imagine if Kawhi oh, left great. the Clippers to go to the Lakers? Like, the type of insanity that would ensue would be ridiculous after that. Like, you... you you couldn't write a better script. And we live in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Like, we live in L.A. Like, that would be, like, the ultimate betrayal of all sorts. But that's the old school. You know, these these guys now, they're looking at teams and they're looking at their careers. And not just the NBA, but the NFL as well. Baseball. They're looking at this the way that actors look at doing movies or the way that, you know, rappers or singers look at recording tracks you know the old school we got beef we're never working together sort of thing mm-hmm. that was great in the 80s and 90s and even into the 2000s but guys just don't function like that anymore right they're more like the way you see with actors where you know if there's a great director that's making a project even if you never worked with them before you tend to work with somebody else, you're going to be into the project and the, right. and when you look at you know Kawhi. You know, he's not looking at the Lakers the way that you would maybe in the 80s or 90s. He's looking at it through this prism, which is they're another entity that is looking to produce this type of content, and I'm interested in the content they want to produce. That's all. Mm-hmm. You know, and I get it. It's a lot different than the way that boomers and Gen Xers and, you know, the greatest generation and all those other generations grew up. But the generation that's defining the work community today, they're nimble. They're not expecting you to give them a watch after 50 years. And that's true in the general workforce, and that's true in sports too. Yeah, no, no, I get that. I I, I get that. I get all of that. I get what you're saying. But I, I do think it's going to be fascinating just to see how this plays out because the Clippers are playing with fire this year. Both guys could be gone at the end of this season, and it can change a lot Three guys. of things. Surge can be gone too, can he? Well, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, Surge can be gone too. Right. So their best three players on the roster at the moment could <laughs> all be gone. That's messed up, dog. Yeah, yeah. It like, could be bad. That could be real bad. Yeah, yeah. It could be really, really bad for sure. Um, so there's plenty of stuff that I want to get to. Um, but it feels like there's a lot of things coming to us at the same time. So coming up next in the next segment, we're going to have the schedule leak. We've got that coming up here in a second. We'll tell you who the Lakers are playing. We'll tell you who the liquor, uh, the, I, the Lakers. I call them the licorice. The, yeah, the liquor. I call them the liquors almost. After I said Lakers, I meant to say Clippers. Um, okay. The Lakers and the Clippers will be playing. So we have that for you. But real quick before we move on. I do have to tease that the Jared Goff thing that we talked about yesterday, LZ, has Mm -hmm. reached a different level. Now, I'm not saying that the media covering the Rams were listening to us, but they asked Sean McVay a specific question that I think 
was led down the path by you and me. So we'll have that coming up. We'll have the NBA schedule release because we've got the Christmas slate with the Lakers and the Clippers games to relay to you. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So down at LZ with you here. So LZ, we've got the schedule release, a tentative schedule Woj bomb mm-hmm. from Adrian Wojnarowski. Yep. So here's the schedule. You ready? I'm listening. Noon Eastern, so 9 a.m. Pacific. Breakfast with Zion at the Heat. How do you feel about that matchup? I'm okay with it. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay with it. It's not great, but it's okay. I'm a little disappointed that the early game will be in Miami because it's like, eh. like you know, I feel like they're the Eastern Conference champs. They probably de- deserve a better time slot than that. Um, so that's maybe disappointing. Jimmy, maybe Jimmy just wanted to get back to the house. Maybe, maybe. Uh, then you've got Warriors at Bucks. Yeah, that's at trash. Two, at two thirty Eastern, that's just 11, trash. 11 30 a.m. Pacific. <laughs> I don't love that matchup. Um, it's trash. Because the matchup I wanted was the Warriors and Nets because I wanted KD playing as the Warriors. So the Nets are on the schedule next at 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific at the Celtics. And my problem with this is this. If you had the Warriors already going east, why not have them in Brooklyn that day? I I know. This is why I'm like – and on on top of that, it's like after Clay's injury – now, granted, we don't know what the Warriors are are going to be, but we know where they're not going to be, which is championship favorites. Right, so. but, but this could be like game two for them. So we don't know how good or bad they're going to be. So if you're going to have them on, it's probably it's smart to have them on, and here's why. Um, Steph Curry is number two behind LeBron when it comes to metrics on television. There is no question, and there is a steep drop-off, by the way, from two to three, Okay. Mm-hmm. There is a gap, not a sizable one, but a gap as far as LeBron being on your screen and Steph being on your screen, okay? There is a, 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 a small gap between those two, okay, in regards to television viewing. And then it drops off precipitously. So maybe what the idea is, the Bucks are not a great television draw, so we're going to have them play against the Warriors where we know Steph will be there. I, maybe that – I'm trying to think – I'm thinking too much – um, but I, I, I can, I don't, they, I don't love the matchup. I would have rather than played the Nets. I think that's a sexier matchup. I think we agree, but I guess I can kind of convince myself as to why they did that. If they had swapped the Bucks and the Nets, I would not be upset. Right. Warriors Cause if the Nets, Celtics played the Bucks, Bucks who cares? Celtics. Right. right. It's, 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 and, it, and it'd be a good game. It's the other thing. Right. I would much rather have two teams that are trying to figure out who they are. The Warriors and the Nets face each other as opposed to those two teams face established teams like the Bucks and the Celtics when they don't even know who they are. And this right. is the second game of the season. Right. So the Nets are playing the Celtics, I mentioned, at 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 Pacific. That's the third game. Then we get to the Lakers. And this one, I It's pure trash. I don't love it at all, but, I mean, <laughs> I guess I sort of get it. 
It's Mavericks at Lakers at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific at Staples. And I don't, I mean, I, look, Luka Doncic is probably going to be, I mean, he's definitely an MVP candidate already, right? Like right out of the gate. And I, if I were betting on someone to win the MVP, I would probably bet on Luka because I think LeBron and AD will cancel each other out a little bit in regards to voting. And I don't think Giannis is winning a third in a row. So, and, you know, unless KD, you know, KD could come out and, you know, blow the doors off of people. But Luka's going to be in that conversation. Mm-hmm. But So I get you want to elevate Luka by playing him against LeBron and the Lakers, but I, I just don't love the matchup. That team is not worthy of facing a championship team on Christmas Day. Uh, not not on Period. not in prime time because the not two best time. The, the two best slots on Christmas Day are games three and four, uh, five yep. o'clock Eastern, two Pacific, and eight o'clock Eastern, five Pacific. Right, and the Mavericks are slotted in a prime spot solely because of you know popular reasons, maybe, but has nothing to do with actual basketball and the quality of the game. Yeah. Like, if you had told me Clippers, Lakers, 8 p.m. Eastern on Christmas Day, I'm not going no damn where. Right. I'm My whole day is planned on that game. You're telling me Mavericks, Lakers, I could miss the first quarter. And he drinks some eggnog and hang out with the family. <laughs> I'm just being real with you. Clippers, Lakers, I don't want to miss a second. Mavericks, I'm like, all right, well, you know, okay. I'll, I'll stay in touch, obviously, and it's what we're supposed to be doing. But mm-hmm. as a basketball fan, when I look at those four teams, Mavericks, Lakers, and then the late game is Clippers, Nuggets, you could have told me Lakers, Clippers. You could have told me Lakers, Nuggets. I would have been all in. You tell me Lakers, Mavericks, and I'm just like, hey, but they won like one game in the postseason, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. What, I mean, it was a great what, game. <laughs> Yeah, no, they won two. They won two. They won two. Yeah, but that one was really fun. The like, one the had one, the last the minute shock, and it yeah, was yeah. great, and blah, yeah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, but come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. So, and then the last game is Clippers at Nuggets, and I get that one. Like, I, I don't have an issue with that one. I actually called that one. So, I, I originally want, and I told you, we talked about this on that the show. That one should be earlier, by the way. Um, no, nah, I get Clippers it as the Nuggets. last game, because you need a West Coast game in the last game. Should be earlier. Yeah. Um, anyway. You know, so I got nine out of the ten teams right. I thought the Sixers would be involved on Christmas, and they weren't. Um, Sixers should be involved. Yeah. Um, I guess you can't put Houston involved because you don't really know what that's going to be. Right. You don't know what that's going to look like. Right. Yeah. Um, but I had the Sixers uh, in the mix. I had them playing the Celtics because I figured out, you know, old school Eastern Conference rivalry, whatever. Um, yep. But but yeah, so that's the Christmas slate. If you don't know what it is, here are the five games. We have that. And by the way, the schedule release is coming out this week. Uh, it Perhaps tomorrow, even, we will have an idea of who the Lakers and Clippers yep. will be playing at least early on in the season, that first week or so. So here's the Christmas slate. Pelicans Heat, Warriors Bucks, Nets Celtics, Mavericks Lakers, Clippers Nuggets, and of course, all your Laker games right here on 710 ESPN. And Momo will be on with us, LZ, tomorrow in the 5 o'clock hour. So we'll talk to her about all this schedule stuff and this Giannis stuff and this Kawhi stuff that she was talking to Mason about, right? Like, we'll talk to her about all those things tomorrow in the 5 o'clock hour. But before we go to break, and I got to bring up the Rams here in a second. But real quick, I just want to let people know, don't miss Disney's new movie. Uh, It's called Safety. 
and it's inspired by a true story of the Clemson football safety, uh, Ray McElrath Bay. Uh, starting, uh, it's streaming right now, or excuse me, it starts streaming on December 11th on Disney Plus, exclusively on Disney Plus on December 11th. It's based on an inspirational true story, a brilliant story told about brotherhood on and off the field. Again, it's called Safety on Disney Plus. If you love football, it's a true story, pretty awesome stuff. Check it out beginning December 11th. So, speaking of football, you know, we talked a lot about Jared Goff yesterday, okay? We talked a lot about, I even brought up, like, if you're the Rams, you know, this offseason, Sam Darnold may be available because the Jets are going to draft a quarterback. You brought up even cheaper that Josh Rosen may be available. At least you kick the tires on a good backup, right? And young guys that you can groom. So, we were talking about that yesterday, and apparently Sean McVay, the, the Rams media, they're cold, man. They, they took this a step further. Forget about next year. They were asking about Goff's head this year. Listen to this. When Jared's having a tough time like he had in Miami, like he had yesterday, at any point during those games, do you consider putting him on the bench, if not for a series or the rest of the game? You know, um, if I thought it was going to be the best thing to just take a deep breath and step away, then I'd say, you know, maybe, but not in either of those situations because both of those reflected, you know, kind of having an opportunity where there was enough plays made to get back in it. Um, yesterday, that was never part of the consideration, nor was it really for for Miami to answer your question. So that's our girl, Lindsay Theory. Lindsay cold, man. Don't be messing oh. with Lindsay. She will slice you. But it's a good question. It is a great question. You know, it, it, if when you see your QB is literally squandering your game plan and the defense's effort, and this is a critical game, um, why be loyal? Unless you don't feel your backup can do anything differently, which I get, I get, but it's a good question to ask because if they win that game, they still are second place in the NFC. That was an important game. And honestly, all of these games are important. We're in position to be in the postseason, George. It's not a lock. It's not a lock. It's tough out there. You think pimps got it hard. Try making it in the postseason in the NFC West. <laughs> it's hard out here being a pimp. It is hard out here being a pimp. And it's hard out here in the NFC West. But you're right. It's not a lock. Like, they're in playoff position right now. But we still got five more games left. Right. And their five games, they like, that's true. The schedule is bonkers. Yeah. They got Arizona twice still. Right. And by the way, meanwhile, the Seahawks have the easiest schedule left. See? Like, these games matter. That last second loss to Buffalo matters. Mm -hmm. The way that we turn the ball over against Miami matters. Mm -hmm. What happened against the 49ers matters. So it's like I I have all the faith in the world in Sean McVay and Les Snead and that's defense that we have is a Super Bowl caliber defense. But if Jared Goff is going to go through one of his games where he's just going to turn the ball over three or four times, Sean needs to consider benching him for a little bit because he has to protect the ultimate prize, which isn't Jared Goff's fragile ego, if it is fragile, but it's trying to get in position to be in the postseason and win a Super Bowl. Right. Right. You can't be worried about that stuff. Um, and it doesn't sound like he is. Um, but I do think it needs to your point. It, if if it, if he does believe it's going to help, then you got to do it. Now, clearly, maybe that's a sign that he doesn't think Jared would react to it that well. Maybe. 
And, you know, Jared has shown a propensity to be very tough in difficult situations. But through those difficult situations, the obstacles are already always external. This will be an internal one, and we're not quite sure how he is about handling internal obstacles, internal pressure. We know he can handle external right. in terms of managing environments and things of that nature and disappointment. But if internally they're starting to question you, how does he bounce back from that? Well, we'll have to figure that out and kind of see how it plays out. All right, coming up next, our girl Allie Clifton from Spectrum Sports, her road tripping podcast with her, Channing Fry, and our pal Richard Jefferson uh, had LeBron on yesterday, and it's going to air – on Spectrum Sports tonight at 8 o'clock. We're going to talk to Ali about our conversation with LeBron. Stick around for that. We're back in two minutes and 45 seconds. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, LZ, I've got a question for you. Uh, This has been something that we posted on social today. We asked Kirk Morrison. Um, Without saying your age, Mm -hmm. what is something you remember from your childhood that a younger person would not understand right now? You better have your ass in the house before the streetlights come on. That is it. Really? I feel like that still happens, though, doesn't it? Are kids playing outside? Well, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Are, are kids, are playing, kids outside? playing outside? I mean, my kids are playing in the yard, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't that know. Phrase, that phrase growing up for a certain population of Gen Xers and before. Yeah. When mama said, you better have your ass home before the streetlights come on, right. that is not a phrase I've ever uttered to my son because he never was outside long enough for me to even think about saying that phrase. Greg, do your kids play outside? Yeah, they do, and I actually push them outside. I tell them to turn all their electronics oh, off, I see. go okay, outside, so and go right. play. Yeah, yeah, so LZ's right. Kids don't play enough outside. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I would just say pay phones. Like... Imagine trying to explain to someone who is under 20 years old that there was a phone that were used publicly in a booth, in some cases, that we all shared. (laughs) Think about this now during a pandemic, right? That we all put to our ear and we had to stick a quarter in it to call someone. Ew, everybody used those pay phones, dog. I used to clean mine off, but I never brought any hand sanitizer. No, we didn't have sure hand to... sanitizer. You'd do it so with I'm your sleeve sure or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Think about how ridiculous, like think about explaining that to a kid at this stage of of, of the game. Like it'd be weird. Uh, Laura, what do you have? Do you have any of them? Uh, floppy disks. Ooh. Floppy disks. Mm-hmm. Floppy disk was yeah. a thing. We used to have to save something on a floppy disk. You would actually it, put it... it into Actually, hard just hardware, period, right? Or software, yeah. period. Like, right, it's like... right, right. I have a computer in front of me, a Mac that I was complaining about earlier, and there is no portal Nothing. to put anything in. Right, exactly. it's just USB stuff. Yeah, like that. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that is a good one. Greg, do you have one? I do. Uh, pager or pager with pager codes. 
Ooh, pager and pager codes. Ooh. Yeah, one yeah. four three means I love you, right? Nine right, exactly. Trying to explain, like, yeah. yeah, if you yeah. wanted to actually like talk to people, you had to put it in all these different codes, and they were to, to respond in code. Yeah, it's that's not yeah. how it goes anymore. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good. good. That is a good. That's one. a good one. And also, I drink from the hose. So the, to your same thing you were talking about with like the payphone, drinking from a, or being outside, drinking from the hose. There's no way any kid is drinking from a hose anymore. <laughs> oh God! No. Oh, that I don't know about that. I don't oh, know about uh-uh. that. My two-year-old drinks Ew, from the hose gross. all the time. Yeah, no, no. I mean, he's a two. He doesn't know any better. But, <laughs> right. I mean, but but you're, you're outside playing. You're, you're thirsty. There's nothing else to go. You turn on the hose. You drink from the hose, and then you're good yeah. to go. All right. That's what you need to know. Presented by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, our friend Allie Clifton from Spectrum Sports. She is the host of – they're one of the hosts of the Road Trippin' Podcast. You can catch her, our buddy Richard Jefferson, who just texted me after I sent him a text seven hours ago. Uh, I will respond to him in, in seven hours myself now because that's just how petty I am. I hear Allie laughing because she understands my plight. Um, and, uh, of course, Channing Fry is part of the podcast. And they had LeBron on yesterday, and you can catch it at 8 o'clock tonight on Spectrum. So – uh, Allie, first, uh, thank you for joining us. Hope you and the family are doing great. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And I'm sorry that you have to work with Richard Jefferson. Uh, George <laughs> and uh, LV, exactly. Thank you so much for having me, first and foremost. However, with that said, right before you guys called me, Richard called me and said, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm about to hop on ESPN Radio with George. He goes, oh, he hit me up, but I haven't texted him back yet. And yeah. so as I was getting ready to get off the phone to join you, he said, oh, I'm going to text George back. <laughs> well, thanks. I'm glad that you helped remind him because I literally oh, sent him the text like, at like 10 in the morning. Oh, it, I mean, it's standard. This is um, – I'm all about being a team player. Um, but when it comes to Richard and Channing, boy, do they make me work. Oh, I am going to text Richard right now and be like, bruh, did you just blow us off? That is terrible. You have to do that because he literally, uh, he'll die. He'll die because he's like, I want to join him. I'm like, dude, you got to respond to people. You got to let him know. So he wrote me back just now. He said, hey, bud, do you have any slots tomorrow? Oh, hey, yes, RJ, we do. Yes, we do. I'm going to call, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call him RJ the entire interview because I know he hates that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I know, right? Yeah. That, that's so, a, um, a great punishment. Yeah. Uh, so, Ali, the Road Trippin' Podcast, people can subscribe, download, rate, review, all that great stuff. And, of course, watch it, uh, the video version of it, on Spectrum tonight, 8 o'clock. You had LeBron James on your podcast. You covered LeBron James for a number of years, having going back to your Cleveland days. Um, how relaxed did he seem to you? Because in the clips I've seen, that is as relaxed a LeBron as I've ever seen. Can I just say it, it gets better? Um, <laughs> the beautiful part about this, and look, I have to give a shout out as well to Dwayne Wade. Um, both guys in the last week have joined us, and we have filmed over two hours of content. Um, it, it's been such a, an awesome time just sitting down um, and seeing that exact side. A very relaxed, laid back, um, two guys that have a lot of stories to share. Um, and a lot of things that they just want to talk about, and, and they do it in such a um, an open, honest, um, and really fun way. And specifically to LeBron and these these two episodes, um, you know, there there was so much that has happened, as we all know, um, over the, the course of this year, but also just in terms of the NBA and 
and over the last couple of months. And, and to have an opportunity to sit down with him for the first time, you know, on Spectrum uh, with the Road Trip and Podcast since winning a title uh, and, and all that has transpired since, you know, the bubble and that experience. And to see how he kind of digested it all. Um, it was awesome. And, you know, tonight a lot of the, the conversation is about the bubble. Um, there are some ways in which she described what the bubble was like um, that I hadn't heard. Um, there were some conversations, you know, I, for one, wanted to talk to him about the meeting, even again, because uh, it was a historic moment um, inside of such history for all of us. Um, but just to get his, his candid take on it, you know, and I mentioned tonight in the episode with him, the one narrative that comes out of that meeting and those two hours as a league is that LeBron James got up and walked out, you know, and I wanted to know from him after, you know, months had passed, why? And he was open and honest about it. Um, he talked about, you know, the purpose and the plan and, and more than a vote. Um, they're not done with that. Um, he dives into, as we've all, you know, changing gears, his tequila that we've all seen kind of come to fruition um, and, and so much more. The team, the season, the off time right now, he's only touched a basketball twice, if you can believe it. Um, so it's, it's pretty crazy, uh, but it was, it was a really good hour, and of course, another hour next week. It's awesome. You know, the, one of the things that I I have really been enjoying watching from LeBron over these last four to five seasons is his willingness to be very forthright in terms of where he feels his place is in the game today, as well as historically. Um, did you guys revisit any of those other conversations about his place in the game? Because we heard about give me my damn respect the night they won a championship. Uh, he was very, very quick to point out that, you know, Mark Gasol won the Defensive Player of the Year Award uh, in 2013. It was we his award. Keeps, <laughs> so we know that yeah. he keeps up with all this stuff. Was he as forthright about, you know, disrespect and things of that nature in, this, in the conversations you had with him? I will say, as good as, you know, the whole entire thing was awesome. As good as tonight, tonight will be and how important it is to, to get these messages and continue to hit home, what you'll, you'll hear tonight, um, next week's episode touches on when he referred to himself as the greatest of all time after winning the 2016 title, um, yep. which he addressed on his show, The Shop. Um, we talk, I asked him that very question, LZ. You said on the mic after winning your fourth title – you needed damn respect on your name. Why? He addresses that. Um, there are some peers of his in the league now who, as we all know, have made comments and have said things, um, and he addresses that as well. Um, he addresses, you know, the, the team across the hallway, the Clippers, and his honest reaction still to this day um, with the utmost respect for Denver um, that the Lakers did not face the Clippers in the conference finals. Um, it is an interview. Um, it is a couple of hours that I, I truly feel like we um, allowed him. And to your point, asked him these questions, asked him if he would address them. Um, and he did. He did. Allie Clifton, Spectrum Sports. Of course, check it out. There's two parts to it. Uh, with LeBron, the Road Trippin' Podcast. You can download, subscribe, rate, and review. And, of course, watch it on Spectrum Sports uh, tonight, uh, Tuesday night, 8 o'clock on Spectrum. Um, real quick, 
before we, uh, I do want to ask you something off the wall because I know that you're so bad at pop culture, and LZ doesn't understand how bad you are at pop culture. Uh, I do so not. I, I, wa- I want to illustrate this for him uh, a little later. Um, but the Christmas schedule is out, uh, Lakers and Mavs. Um, what did you make of it? What, what did you make of, of the Lakers' opponent being the Dallas Mavericks? I'm sorry. I just I have to keep harping on it and hitting on it um, because LeBron has an incredible never-told-before story about Nike, Nike LeBron, and Luka Doncic. Oh, that, okay. Um, when I saw the schedule today, um, just about an hour or so ago, as you mentioned, the Christmas schedule, I um, reached out to our editor and I said, we need this clipped off. Yeah. ASAP, um, because I think it's incredible. Um, I'm excited about it. Of course, we all have, I think, grown to love it and see the type of player that Luca has become and, and will continue to be. Um, I was like, kind of like, ooh, the Mavericks. I think I sent that to, you know, my guy Geeter, and I was like, the Mavericks, eh? That's, I, I didn't see that one coming, uh, but I think it's awesome. Um, uh, George, I just texted you the other day. As wild as it seems that the league is starting up again, I cannot wait for it to get here and releasing that little bit really? of the schedule. Um, yeah, let's get it. Really? Going. I need, well, I, listen, I, I, I need a, a break. LZ, Ali is a baller, man. She played college basketball. Listen, like listen. she's the I'm real not deal, man. I'm not questioning her balling, you know, at all. I'm just saying I personally just needed a little bit of a break so that I could have more time to smack talk people. <laughs> and and I don't feel as if we got an ample amount of time in our off season yeah. to go at people like going, oh, you said the Clippers are going to win. Oh, you said this. Oh, you said that. Like, we got no time to do all of that because as soon as we won a championship, it was about the draft and free agency, and now we're starting up again with training camp. When are we supposed yeah, to talk to junk? We had way too, I used to think we had way too much time. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, Every single time. Like, I need to take you with me where I get my hair done. Because where I get my hair done, (laughs) there is plenty of time to get it all in, starting way back in 1979 when Magic won the NCAA all the way up to 2020. LG, I think we we just stumbled on something. I think that is a true road tripping. There you go. There it is. Post-COVID. Yes, it is. It's a done the deal. We'll, we'll make <laughs> yeah. it happen. Uh, so, Allie, we were doing this earlier, and I'll ask you this, and, and this isn't even pop culture, so this should be easy. Even for you, who's not good at pop culture, what is something uh-huh. from your childhood that you would relate to a young person right now that they would not Ooh, understand? George. Without revealing your that. age, obviously. <laughs> Wait, say this again? Okay, so... Take me back to your childhood, okay? And find me something that you could that that that's from your childhood, from that era, okay? And you would have a hard time explaining that to a young person today. Um oh You're so bad at this stuff. This is this is me actually kind of exposing myself, but I I welcome it and embrace it. I am a tomboy, tom girl at heart. Um, so I used to walk around with the um, the thing that was on Home Alone. See, I can't even explain it myself. The little Talkman thing, like the that he Walkman, into, the little recorder. The what? Like a Walkman? You know, the, on Home Alone, when he had that little recorder and he recorded his voice. Yeah. Oh, you're seeing the thing that amplified his voice and made his voice different. Yeah, that thing. 
there we go. I can't even explain it to you, let alone a child of today's generation. <laughs> I had that thing go. So you would just and make your voice different, really? I have seen. You would make your voice different just to, like, mess with people? Like, that was what you were doing in Ohio as a child? 1,000%. That's why I don't watch movies. That's why I know nothing about pop culture, because I was just walking around the neighborhood changing my voice. <laughs> you can thank my parents. <laughs> You're a crazy person. I needed that thing, and I got it as a Christmas gift. Oh, that's fa- that's fantastic. I almost cursed there. I almost said that's bleeping funny, but uh, I, I literally You're almost welcome. cursed. That's how, that's how comfortable <laughs> I am talking to you, Allie Clifton. Uh, Allie Clifton, Spectrum Sports, uh, used to change her voice as a child, so now when you watch her on Spectrum Sports, you can envision that <laughs> Home Alone 2, that contraption on Home Alone 2 uh, that uh, Macaulay Culkin used to use every time she's doing her Laker highlights with Geeter and company and James Worthy. Uh, Allie, thank you so much for joining us. We have to do it again soon. Thanks for having me, and please do not let Richard Jefferson come on your show. I appreciate you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bargain wow. with him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bargain with him. We'll see what's coming up. We'll, or we may just bring him on just to give him grief. Yeah, so. Exactly. He deserves then, grief, course, clearly. Got to continue yeah. to put a tripping. Will do. By the way, again, one more time, download, subscribe, review Road Trippin' uh, for po- on the podcast audio version, and make sure you check it out tonight, 8 o'clock on Spectrum Sports. Thanks, Allie. You guys are the best. Thanks. See Thank ya. you. There she is, Allie Clifton. All right, LZ, you and I have to take a break, and uh, I'll tell you this. We were just talking to Allie, who's awesome. You know what else is awesome? You? The fact oh, that sorry, Giannis sorry. has left the door open, and that door may be purple and gold. Oh, I'll tell you yeah, about that's, that. that is awesome, too. That is awesome, too. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you about that in four minutes.